Welcome to the Sales Tips for Pros podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. At the foundation of every successful sales team is a sales leader that values transparency. Transparency requires humility and truthfulness in order to look at yourself critically and then instill confidence in other people. In this first of a two-part CPSA podcast interview, we'll consider ways you, as a sales leader, can be transparent in your leadership strategy. Our guest this time is Chris Champagne, a dynamic senior business leader with a comprehensive track record focused on high-performance sales coaching, facilitating and delivering impactful keynotes centered around his passion for building high-impact sales teams. Recognized for his core values of trust, integrity, respect, and professionalism, Chris consistently builds mutually beneficial relationships and has a talent for generating exceptional sales results through a collaborative management approach. His proven history and consistent passion allows Chris to develop unique sales enhancing tactics focused on understanding the customer, partner, and manufacturer, and unlocking their unique strategic potential. Chris and I will discuss four proven ways to be a transparent sales leader, increase team engagement, and in turn, give your salespeople a strong platform for continued success. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com and remember to subscribe to the cpsa podcast through itunes google play and more chris champagne welcome to the show great to be here bill looking forward to the conversation so before we get into those four components of being a transparent sales leader let's firstly look at a high level at, at some of the the rationale for doing so if you will uh, firstly chris in terms of hitting targets what are some of the benefits to sales performance of, of having a transparent leader of a sales team? Yeah, it's certainly the role of the sales leader has evolved tremendously over the last uh, five years, specifically, much more evolved in terms of the role of a coach in how they interact with their team. And, uh, and I believe, strongly believe the role of a sales leader Leaving, leading in a transparent way ultimately has a direct impact on results, bottom line results. The more interaction a sales leader has either one-on-ones or through team meetings, through feedback, through professional development plans, the more transparent a leader is in terms of expectations, uh, ultimately can have a dramatic impact on sales performance consistently over time. The converse is also true in terms of uh, the negative impact of not being a sales leader and how that can also have a dramatic negative impact on sales results. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Now, in terms of motivation and retention of top talent, and my goodness me, there is a a war for top talent going on right now uh, in in the sales arena in Canada. How important is it to have transparent leaders who instill trust and and loyalty to, to the company? 
Yeah, this is kind of fresh for me within the last six months of interacting with my clients and specifically through my work with the Canadian Professional Sales Association through facilitation of their professional sales management course is how often the issue or problem is coming up of attrition and uh, directly impacted to attrition, I think, is a link to the more transparent leader that enables trust and loyalty and how that's achieved uh, really through setting a vision. And often as a result of that course, leaders emerge from that course in a way that they want to reshape a vision that they have for their team. And that's communicated through a team meeting or through one-on-ones. But often they kind of self-recognize that because of attrition, and some in the cases of 30 to 40% attrition in some of the sales organizations that I'm now working with, uh, that is a, a massive problem. And, uh, you know, stats-wise, to kind of validate this in terms of the impact of uh, attrition is uh, 65% of workers uh, surveyed in some data that I recently read in a book called The Coaching Effect, 60%, 65% of workers surveyed said they would rather have a new boss than an increase in pay. And I think there's a direct link to having a leader that is able to motivate their team, either through challenging them, getting them out of their comfort zone, uh, setting a higher expectation, maybe in terms of number of client meetings or working on a specific skill that ultimately is going to help them to be more successful. So I think there's a direct impact on retention specifically. And one example uh, that I can share just quickly based on experience this week actually was uh, with a client that I was working with. I had three sales leaders participating in a sales training with 11 of their salespeople. And I could really see how close the leadership team was already with the with the participants that were in the sales program. Uh, but that came out to be even stronger, I think, relationship-wise after three days as the leaders rolled up their sleeves and were in the trenches together uh, with their sales team and going through the training process, which I, based on my view with what I saw, the, uh, the likelihood of uh, retention went up a notch as a result and loyalty as a result of leaders being directly involved in the, in the sales training program that we ran together. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So beyond uh, attrition, as you mentioned there, what, what are some of the other pitfalls, Chris, for, for an organization when, when a leader is seen by, by, uh, by their team as aloof or unapproachable or, heavens forbid, unclear in their direction? Yeah, I think one of the, the, the biggest uh, problem is disconnection from the sales team. And I think part of it is organizationally driven. I think today there's so many demands on a sales leader today, including managing CRM, that many leaders are trapped behind their desk, managing their team through their screen, through their, through their laptop, that uh, in managing CRM and working for, on forecasting calls, just trying to get the data so they can report up in an organization. I think a, a pitfall or a challenge a leader could find themselves in is that happens, that they're, they're trying to just keep up. Their inbox is piling up an email. They've got reports they have to complete, and they ultimately become a victim of just sitting in their chair and, and, and unfortunately not being as active 
with their team in the field as an example because they're so uh, focused on reporting and, and updating CRM reports as opposed to actually being in the field with their, per, with their team uh, to be able to drive sales performance. I think one of the biggest pitfalls is actually technology that's uh, causing a leader to be less engaged with the team. And over time, that has a direct impact certainly on uh, attrition as leaders are less evolved, involved in the development of their team as well as uh, setting clear expectations and managing to those and holding their their team ultimately accountable, which bottom line uh, would contribute to underperformance and likely to uh, a change needing to be made, which causes additional disruption to a sales team. Okay, so that, that, those are some pretty interesting observations. Is it your opinion then, Chris, that our sales leaders should be left to lead sales teams and maybe someone else should be handling the technology, should be worrying about the CRM, um, should be um, not so involved with uh, ensuring that performance reviews are, are ready on time, that those sorts of things, but instead being there on the floor with their salespeople, inspiring them and, and helping them along the way. Yeah, I think it's a balance of both, Bill. I think the leader needs to be engaged in terms of the client activity, which is managed through CRM in terms of what data is actually the, the sales team is actually updating CRM with and being intimate with that, but to use it as a coaching tool, to use, you know, moving through the stages of, of the sales cycle as an example, you know, where is a particular salesperson getting stuck? Is it through discovery and not getting a second meeting? Is it having three meetings and kind of at the closing stage and they're struggling? I think technology absolutely can be used to a benefit uh, as long as it's used in a way to impact coaching, it's a tool. And, and ultimately, the converse is just asking for the CRM to be updated so the leader could report up, which is a part of a leader's role for sure. However, can become distracted uh, from ultimately motivating and inspiring the team in, in terms of what you described, Bill, that ultimately is going to drive better sales performance. How can our listeners connect with and learn more about you? Yeah, through LinkedIn. I think connecting uh, on LinkedIn is probably a first connect. And uh, and maybe uh, for those that are listening to the podcast, uh, let me know that's how we came connected uh, and look forward to making that happen on LinkedIn and, uh, and grateful to continue to share the research that I'm doing and, uh, and the work that I'm doing with the CPSA in terms of those learnings and sharing those. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Chris. So that's all we have for this first half of a two-part interview with Chris. In the second part, we will be looking at those four key ways to ensure that you are a transparent leader of sales teams and to get the most out of them. So until next time, Chris, thank you very much for being a guest on this first half of the two-part interview. My pleasure. Thanks, Bill, for your time. And listeners, as always, I've been your host, Bill Bannum, and until next time, happy selling. Thank you for listening to the Sales Tips for Pros show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.